0: Hi there again. I'm Father Matt and I'm the rector of St. Mary's Anglican Church in Verdon. As I've probably mentioned loads of times throughout the different sermons that I've preached over the years, one of the things that Jesus constantly did was heal people. Healing people was one of the ways that Jesus taught people about the Kingdom of God. And as any teacher will actually tell you, different methods of teaching help teachers to make their overall point in their stories. And our gospel passage for this morning is one of those healing stories we read in scriptures. In case you want to read along at home, we're reading from St. Mark ten forty six to 52 Our story this morning finds Jesus in Jericho. He is on his final journey to Jerusalem for his passion and his death. And in his travels, he comes across a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus. Now, this blind beggar, even though he is blind, recognizes Jesus somehow. The scriptures aren't clear as to how he figures out that it's Jesus. He calls out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The crowds around him get madder and madder by the passing moment, and they tell him to keep quiet. Nevertheless, he persisted and eventually got Jesus' attention. He bounds over to Jesus' voice and asks to see again. Jesus grants him that request, and in doing so, Gains another follower. As I sat down to write the sermon for this morning, an important detail about this passage actually fascinated me. The blind man actually has a name. For you and me, it might be one of those insignificant details. But I want you to pause with me for a moment, and I want you to think of some of the other healing stories that are scattered throughout Scripture. How many of the healed have names? Can you think of any? And I imagine that you're probably struggling a little bit to think of a story that fits this description. And in naming the blind man, Bartimaeus, St. Mark was perhaps trying to invoke a celebrity here. The people that would have read this passage, the community that St. Mark was writing to, they may have known of Bartimaeus or even of his father, Timaeus. In the mind of St. Augustine, the bishop of Hippo in Africa in the fourth century, there was actually little doubt that Bartimaeus had fallen from his pedestal. He would have been regarded as one of the lower than low of society, because not only was he blind, which was a problem, medical disabilities in that time and place meant that you were cast out from social society, but he was a beggar. He had no support whatsoever, and he would have to beg in order to even have a hope of surviving. So, for him to be persistent in screaming, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, it actually all makes sense. He's not some deranged lunatic looking for attention. He was genuinely looking for help. He had hit rock bottom, after all. He had nothing left. Jesus Christ was possibly his last chance to have healing, to have wholeness in his life. And Jesus like the Good Shepherd not wanting to leave anybody behind, pauses to listen to Bartimaeus' desperate pleas. What do you want me to do for you, he asks. And one can surmise that Bartimaeus would have heard of Jesus' healing ministries throughout Judea, Samaria, and Galilee. For news about Jesus throughout the gospel according to St. Mark is building moment by moment. This all leads him to immediately respond back to Jesus with my teacher let me see him again Jesus hear these words words spoken to him in faith and heals him and Bartimaeus is required to do nothing in response to this miraculous event and this whole experience has changed his life and afterwards he becomes a follower of Jesus Christ so what Father Matt what does this have to do with me in 21st century Manitoba well this day, I'd like us to focus on Bartimaeus' faith in this whole situation. And as listeners, with some separation from the actual events of the story, we might be tempted to look at Bartimaeus' faith with some disdain. Yes, there is the possibility that he saw Jesus as his last chance for healing and redemption. That might bring some comments of, well, he didn't really believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. He just was hedging his bets. And it might seem that he only found his faith in that exact moment. As he heard the crowd around Jesus greet him with great fervor, he decided to get in on the action, as it were. Maybe this Jesus guy could help him, after all. However, in the moment, no matter what his intentions may have been, for scripture doesn't actually spell out what they were, after his interaction with Jesus Christ, Bartimaeus' life was forever changed. His life was forever changed because of his humility in the moment. For a moment, so far as we know, he showed humility, asking for help from Jesus Christ. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus Christ gave him what he wanted eventually. And perhaps, my friends, as we listen this day, we could remember and learn something from that humility. As you know, for many people, for all of us, being humble is hard. And this is actually especially true as we live in a world that isn't humble at all. We don't subject ourselves to one another well, do we? The world around us would tell us that we are the most important ones in the world and that we should look after number one at the expense of others. The world around us would tell us that it is all about climbing to the top no matter who you have to climb over to get there. The world tells us that it's about you. And my friends, that could not be farther from the truth. It's not about you. It is never about you. Living the Christian life has us putting others above ourselves. And you've heard Jesus Christ talk about this in Scripture. In the communion liturgy from the Book of Common Prayer, each time we hear the two great commandments of Jesus. Our Lord Jesus Christ saith, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. In order to live the Christian life, you and I are to love God and love neighbor as we have first been loved. And you and I, while we are doing those things, loving God and loving neighbor as we have first been loved, are to do that humbly. For the Christian life is a humble life. And for a fleeting moment in scripture, Bartimaeus showed humility, and his life changed forever. Both he was able to see after being healed from being blind, but also that he too became a follower of Jesus Christ. It is the same with us, my friends. In living out the two great commandments to love God and to love neighbors we have first been loved, we are to do so humbly, never seeking our own glory, but seeking the glory of God. And like Bartimaeus, it all starts with a simple phrase. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. You might know this as the sinner's prayer. And it's found a lot in Orthodox, the Orthodox tradition. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. As we departed to the world for another week, I invite you to keep that prayer close to your heart making it your own. Christ, in our lives, desires our humility and our hearts. When we pause and do these things, when we pause and show humility one to another, like Bartimaeus to Jesus, our lives are forever changed to become closer and closer into the image of God that we were originally created to be for Bartimaeus' example, and for Jesus showing us humility, we give God thanks and praise, worship, and honor, world without end. Amen.